Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, over the century, there have been numerous shipwrecks around the world. Uh, in the year 1394, the Gabriel wrecked at Wolf Rock between Cornwall and the Isle of Scilly. Her cargo was washed ashore in Cornwall. On April 8, 1304, the Mariette from England a Portsmouth ship was carrying five bushels of wheat from the King's Manor on the Isle of Wight to Berwick-upon-Tweed when she was wrecked near Newport, Isle of Wight. In 1468, the Raphael from the Kingdom of England was lost in Bay, Cornwall, while heading for their home port of Bristol from Danzig. And, of course, in 1492, on December 25th, the well-known Santa Maria from Spain which was the largest of the three ships used by Christopher Columbus on his first voyage across the Atlantic, ran aground off the present-day site of Cap Essien. The United Nations estimates that there are at least three million shipwrecks somewhere on the ocean floors. And this reminds me of the Christian life. There's a lot of ships, isn't it, that have been lost at sea. But remember... They are nothing in comparison to those who are going to shipwreck their faith. A lot of people who profess to be Christians simply will not be able to enter into eternal life because the gift of faith that God planted in them will be brought to ruin. It will be run upon the rocks because they have turned away both from their conscience and from biblical truth. 1 Timothy 1 verse 19 says, Holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. There have been numerous shipwrecks throughout the century, some of them worse than others, but when somebody is involved with a shipwreck, their vessel is beyond repair, and it's abandoned. The same thing can happen to a person who started out in the Christian life, but they willfully turn away from the will of God and bring ruin to their service to Christ. Imagine a shipping company who kindly gives you a free ship to transport goods across the ocean, Although it was given to you freely, you didn't exercise due diligence to take care of the gift that was given to you, eventually running it upon the rocks and ruining the entire vessel. How many of you children have been given an expensive gift by your parents? And when they gave it to you, they said, make sure that you take care of it so it lasts a long time. I've noticed in my life that sometimes when people receive a free gift, it's not as important as one that you might have gone out and worked for yourself. When we think about the free gift that God has given to us through his grace, you must remember what Jesus did so that we could have that gift. The gift that he extends to us is the most expensive gift that you could ever imagine because it cost the life of God's only begotten son. Imagine yourself being nailed to a cross, surrounded by people who despised and mocked you. Imagine yourself being scourged and spit on by the political leaders of his day. Imagine yourself having a crown of thorns pounded upon your head. When you think about these things, then you can come and tell me what the gift of Jesus Christ is worth to you. Someone who has been given the free gift of God's grace and then turns away from the Christian life only proves that they are worthy of damnation. I guarantee you, they have earned it. They turn away from the God who loves and cares for them. They turn away from the God who bled and died at the cross for them because they love their sins more 
than Christ. It's just like a dog who returns to his own vomit, or a pig who returns to the mud. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 20-22 through 22 says, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled again, uh, entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. It had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. Many people really want to believe that they're going to be in heaven. But as the Lord Jesus taught, many are going to come up short. I, I hope that I get to be there. Many people in the days of Noah felt the same way. But the flood came upon them quickly and destroyed them all. Luke chapter 12, verse 23 through 27 says, Then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? And he said unto them, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in, and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up and has shut to the door, and you begin to stand without, and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not. What you are. Then shall you begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence you are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. If a dad tells you to do something, and you disobediently rebel against him, telling him to oh, take a hike, do you really think that somehow your actions please him? When a husband commands his wife to do something, and she completely rebels against him, do you think somehow her actions please him? If people did these things in a courtroom in front of a judge, he would probably have them thrown in jail for, for the weekend for contempt of court. But yet all over this entire world, people treat God in the same manner. And their contempt towards him and performing his will Shipwrecking your faith is to ruin the things that you were instructed in from Scripture. And instead of departing from iniquity, you return to iniquity. Instead of being transformed to God's will, they revert to the will of the world. The vessel of mercy that was instructed in God's word now turns away from scriptural truth, allowing both their faith and their lives to be destroyed on the rocks of destruction. A vessel that was once filled with mercy now becomes a vessel of betrayal and wickedness and cruelty, hatred and evil. Esau cried about what he did, but his life was over, only walking this world waiting for eternal damnation. Hebrews 12, verse 16 through 17 says, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. If somebody gave you a $20,000 truck, would you be careful not to hit anything with it? Well, Christianity is about being given the greatest treasure that you could ever receive. It is the treasure of God's grace in Christ. It is about abiding in the gift that God has given us. It is about taking care of the ship of faith that he has provided unto us. Those who turn away from God's will and choose to rebel and live a life of sin and disobedience, 
will most certainly reap the reward of sin and disobedience. After all, they've earned it. And they will receive a just recompense for their actions. Hebrews 10, verse 26 through 29 says, For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment suppose you shall he thought be thought worthy, who hath trodden under foot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and hath done despite under the Spirit of grace. Jesus taught in the parable of sore that not everybody who attempted the Christian life was going to make it. Their faith will only last for a certain amount of time. And like a dog that returns to their vomit, or a pig that goes back to their wallowing in the mire. Like the Gabriel, they will completely destroy their ship of faith when they eventually run aground on Wolf Rock. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC or by going to Hipcast, Buzzsprout, or Amazon, or by getting our entire podcast feeds directly at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. So Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye everybody.